So have a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Crazy Kwanzaa, a tip-top tet, and a solemn, dignified Ramadan. Come on in from that wintry weather. Join me here by the fire in our little nostalgia cabin here. What am I doing? No, I was just reading. What book? A Goosebumps book, of course. This is a nostalgia podcast. Where's Nick, you ask? Oh, he's just in the next room. Hold on. Nick, Nick, come in. The listeners, they're here. Oh, oh, sorry. Let me put down my uh, smoking pipe and um, glass of um, shard nostalgia oh there we go now let me, uh, and let, i'll come join you let me ask a question um what other kind of pipes are there i well if you have if you if you must know uh, there's a, a, a wide range of paraphernalia that we don't need to get into uh actually i don't know what i'm talking about well, I had a nice little, I had a nice little opening planned out there for us, and then I derailed it by talking about pipes. Oh, hey, no, listener, don't don't go away. We're going to talk about nostalgia, because it's that time of the year. It's the holiday time of the year, where depending on where you live, there's snow outside, there's lights everywhere, there's music that any other time of the year you can't stand but you tolerate right now. And I'm not just talking about Christmas. I'm talking about all sorts of holidays. And even if you don't celebrate a holiday, this is a season just of togetherness, of love, and remembrance. We hope. At the very least, at the very least it's hard to ignore. It's also very true. The, the TV shows that you love won't let you. To, to just carry on from that, I, uh, my partner and I have been watching Bob's Burgers. Like It's kind of been our morning routine to watch an episode. And mm-hmm. we're seven seasons in and... Like usually at the beginning of the season, like the first few episodes are like this one's Thanksgiving, this one's Christmas or the Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's Day. Like um, there's always a themed episode. So, yeah, you can't escape. We're not just going to talk about Bob's Burgers, though. We're going to talk about the things that make us nostalgic in this holiday time. And not just us. We've got some audio from some of our great guests from the last year sharing things that make them nostalgic in this Christmas time. Before we get to that, though, Nick, what makes you nostalgic in this Christmas season, or this holiday season, I should say? Well, um, you know, I'm not usually the biggest holiday person. You know, when I was a kid, now like you're a many... Um, hmm? You're a Scrooge. I, I wouldn't say I'm Scrooge, but I'm, uh, I'm little Timmy after an existent... Was his name Timmy? Uh, Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. I'm him after uh, uh, 30 years in an existential crisis somewhere along the way. Um, you know, I, I enjoy the holidays. I, I think it's, um, I don't always respond to sort of the glitz and glamour of it all, but I, 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 I try to, I try uh, to value the, just the time I get to spend with, you know, friends and family. Um, 
And sometimes that, that, that takes the form of some sort of activity that I can look back on fondly. Um, and I'm trying a little bit more this year to, to, especially with the year that it's been, um, you know, to, to, to at least be open to more festivity, you know, um, that being said, uh, the, when you had asked, uh, when you had brought this to my attention about this idea of doing sort of a nostalgia of the holidays, one thing immediately came to mind and it is, um, so in my family, we celebrate Christmas and, um, when I was a kid, there was one Christmas where I was gifted a particular anime film. Um, and it's called Spriggan. Are you familiar with that one? I, I have not heard of that one, no. So uh, I actually just learned this recently. So it is based off of um, older manga. I don't remember how old, um, but, but it, something else had predated it. And I don't even remember... I. I vaguely maybe i had asked for for christmas how i learned about it maybe i saw it at a rack on the rack at like the old sunrise video stores that people may or may not remember uh how creepy they kind of were um it was all like black and red um but uh anyway long story short i don't know where i found where i discovered spriggan or why i wanted or even if i had asked for it but somehow was just gifted it I don't know how close my mom always looked at the things I requested before giving them to me. There's good and bad to take away from that. Um, anyway, was gifted Spriggan one holiday. Don't remember which one, but it happened. And I suggested, let's watch this as the family movie for Christmas. Yes. And um, Spriggan's not a family-friendly movie. Um, it's very violent, very bloody, um, loud, aggressive. The, the basic plot of, of the film is that there is a, uh, government or I think government doesn't matter either way. There's like a secret organization that sort of, you know, keeps powerful ancient artifacts, historical artifacts out of the hands of people that would, you know, want to abuse them. And in this particular, uh, story, um they had discovered noah's ark frozen somewhere uh i haven't seen this movie in years so i'm trying to pull this from my memory uh and basically it centers around this high school kid who also happens to be like a premier agent with this this agency uh and he gets like a cool sort of cyborg suit that he wears that makes him stronger and he fights these villains called fat boy no fat man or the name of the bombs that were dropped in world war ii Batman and Little Boy? Was it that? I think it was that. Uh, didn't know that when I watched the movie, but learned it shortly afterwards. Uh, and anyway, so long story short, my, my whole family was collected together and we're all watching this movie. And I, I, it's been so long now that I really can't recall exact reactions from people. But I think the general consensus was, was like, what the hell are we watching? Um, but at the same time, I remember really enjoy like I really enjoyed the film uh, way back when, uh, and we made it the whole way through. Uh, so apparently, it wasn't too offensive for my family. But that that's something that just it it, it I probably think about it every holiday, um, and it just it, it always tickles me, you know, just having that moment where you kind of pop in the thing that maybe you shouldn't be doing. It's not. It's definitely not Robin Hood, you know, Prince of Thieves is like that comfort distraction. Right. 
um right but it's uh but it was still a really nice isn't the right word but enjoyable i think enjoy it was an enjoyable moment in my past well that's good those are those best moments where at the time might be horrifying on some level or emotionally traumatizing for huh for some people for some people yeah might be emotionally traumatizing for your family but at the end of the day you all walk away from it with a good memory that you can reflect on years later do you know do your do your siblings uh do other people in your family still bring it up or mention it no uh, i'm actually now that you're you're mentioning it i'm a little curious who does remember that um possibly some of my younger siblings that are around my age uh might i imagine maybe some of my older ones that were present probably have washed it from their memory but uh, i'll have to go find out well do so and report back to us was there was there ever like a gift that you remember being a big deal for you on the holiday something that you really really wanted because i remember when i believe it was what the year 2000 uh, it was the future and <laughs> final fantasy 10 was coming out and you know this is the big deal this is the first final fantasy on playstation 2 we were in the next gen back when the generation jumps were were huge and and big and i was so excited it was all i wanted for christmas and i remember finding a box under the tree that was the approximate shape of a playstation 2 box or like a dvd box i remember taking it to my room to compare the size of it to other boxes that other playstation 2 boxes to see if the the sizing was right and i remember I, i snuck it out from under the Christmas tree. This is a covert operation to make sure that my mom didn't catch me peeking in some way. And I succeeded. I got it back without her ever knowing. And then Christmas Eve, we got to open one gift, and that was the one I just beelined for. And sure enough, it was Final Fantasy X. And I remember playing the first parts of it when when you get through Xanarkin and Titus gets pulled through and he's in the ruins and you you fight the the monster that kind of chases you around there after finding the flint like that's more imprinted in my mind than other parts of the game probably because i was so excited and it was christmas eve and i was getting to play this game i'd waited for for so long but i think there was also a part of me that wasn't fully appreciating the game because the beginning part of it is a little bit slow you don't really meet all the characters for a bit it the, the world slowly ramps up and as a kid i was just very into the bigger moments uh, of those games so it's, I love the game now, and I and I think it's a really great game. It's just funny to reflect on it. I was like so excited, but I don't think those initial hours on Christmas Eve were what I was expecting or wanting out of the game at the time. That's uh, that's really sweet. Final Fantasy X is also my favorite of the Final Fantasy games. So uh, I don't remember receiving it as a, a gift. Maybe maybe it was a birthday gift or something. Uh, but. Uh, uh, I do remember. I do remember it fondly, and also when I replayed it years later and actually finally beat it. Uh, Still haven't yet. Did you beat it? Did you did you beat it during your original playthrough, or oh, did you have to come back to it? No, I've played through it almost all the way through twice. I think I've gotten to um, the final fight at least once. Maybe maybe I got to it both times. I don't I don't quite remember, but I remember also like bonding with my cousin over it, and I got the strategy guide. Like there was a time in my life where. Final Fantasy X was what I was all about. 
That's fair. I think I actually still have the strategy guide sitting on a shelf at home. I have like I, I don't have a whole lot of uh, remnants from my childhood, but there's like a few game strategy guides that, that for some reason, like I look at them, like I'm never looking at you again, but I also can't seem to throw you away Same. or donate you or whatever. Same. Um, your 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 little espionage story kind of this isn't necessarily to like the the holiday season unless you count my birthday as a holiday but uh i rem- i remember when i was a really little kid um gosh must have been even before kindergarten and my birthday was coming up and i i mean a lot of the details are you're going to be super foggy at this point but what i do remember is discovering where uh my presents were kept uh and not being like oh cool i know where they are i will patiently wait until my birthday to uh, find out what they are no i took them brought them to my room my brother discovered me and then we proceeded to open up some of the gifts uh, that I was supposed to be given. And of course, you know, you're a kid, you're an idiot, uh, and your parents discover it. And I just remember my mom being so mad, uh, un- understandably, um, you know, and uh, I, I mean, I think in the end, I was uh, still ultimately gifted them in some shape or form, which probably explains, you know, uh, me now in the future. Um, but yeah, anyway, that just, uh, I, that that just that just made me remember it um but i guess to to answer your question about like memorable gifts not again not necessarily christmas i do remember on an easter one year uh being gifted the nintendo 64 and yoshi's story and diddy kong racing i think were the first two games uh we got for it and that was really cool but uh, i guess dovetailing it back to excuse me the christmas season um gosh i don't know my in my household my mom was maybe more generous than the amount of checks that were actually in the checkbook and Ah. especially for the kids she would maybe go at the time maybe i didn't mind uh but she may have gone a little over so i just remember being inundated with more gifts than i would possibly know what to do with and (laughs) excuse me as a kid uh you know love it to an extent i actually vaguely remember like it was like when Pokemon was really big for our generation, I guess, in the early the early days. Um, and you know, I don't remember if the, a game had been coming out or if I just didn't have one of the games or something. Um, so like I think I, that holiday, like I had just wanted like one specific thing about Pokemon. Uh, and then I all I remember is that like ninety percent of my gifts were Pokemon related. Here's a coloring book. Here's a little toy. Here's a something something like just all of it. And I just remember being like yeah like i'm not gonna like use any of this stuff um but still very sweet of my mom to try um, I, my parents to try yeah um similar similar things in my household i believe uh my parents definitely broke the bank a bit on the holidays and um again i agreed it was sweet that they tried but i do remember their stuff that i got that i was just like oh okay that's neat i guess uh that's a fun little harry potter thing that I'm going to look at for five minutes and then put in a drawer and never remember. But I do believe the reason that I got a GameCube is because my mom opened the trunk one time around holiday shopping season and I spotted the GameCube that my brother was getting. And then it was like, well, now I have to get David a GameCube. So that's how I ended up getting a GameCube for Christmas. I do remember one year 
I got a, a drum set. Uh, of course, right now, I feel like we're discussing just how privileged we were. Uh, I got a drum set, barely used it. Uh, and then one another year, uh, I don't remember which one came first, doesn't really matter. I got a drawing table, uh, a drafting table, whatever you want to call it. And I, I remember it because I, I, I think I had, I had come downstairs in the middle of the night and they were assembling it, or Santa was assembling it. Huh, huh, huh. Um, and I don't think I really knew what I saw. I just saw like the adults were working. Um, but in the end, when I was finally gifted it, uh, it uh, apparently they had put the actual sort of table top part or whatever um, on upside down. Huh. Yeah, and and never in the whole time that I had it, and I had it basically up until I moved out of my childhood home. Uh, never fixed it. Uh, still worked over overall, um, but I do some of those some of those little moments. Actually, thinking about them now really tickle me. Yeah, and that's really what makes the holiday season special. I think is, I mean, sure, we're talking a lot about gifts and we're talking a lot about things, and. I don't remember most of my gifts, right? I don't think at the end of the day, uh, my parents spent way too much money on things that I'm not going to remember. But what I always remember is that feeling that I get when I walk into the living room of my mom's house and there's the tree that's that's nestled in the window and there's all the stockings up. If people follow me on Instagram, you've seen the 20-ish stockings that my mom hangs up every year. And it's it's the feeling of that room on Christmas Eve when the lights are low and it's just cozy and it just feels nice to be there. And that's really what makes these times of years special. And maybe it's not for a lot of people, it's not a room that feels all Christmassy. Maybe it's just sitting by a fire with with a cup of hot cocoa while it's snowing outside. Maybe it's watching that movie you always watch with your family at this time of year. Or that little thing you do for yourself, you know that's that's what makes this time of year special. I would agree. I would agree. It, it's it's something that um, I haven't I, I haven't really experienced it again since I was a kid. Um, you know, to to other extents, you know, definitely I've been in some very festive homes, um, but at least in my family, like uh, my mom was a Christmas fanatic. So, I mean, other than the abundance of gifts more than we'd ever need, you know, the living room was, you know, there was definitely the tree. And we, in in my childhood home, like our living room was technically or used to be a barn uh, that also apparently had monkeys living in it at one point. Um, Not the day to tell that story. Um, But it had a very, very, very high ceiling. And uh, so... Uh, we wouldn't necessarily get a, a Christmas tree, right? That would go all the way up to the ceiling, but it was probably bigger and more necessary than your average Christmas tree. So there was just always the big presence of the tree. Uh, my mom was really into, uh, I think they were called Santa's Village or the Christmas Village or something like that. Just sort of like those ornate um, porcelain, maybe, uh, uh, or ceramic like homes, little houses. Like we'd have just like a whole village, and she would get like more every year and so like the whole living room would just be peppered with sort of this like pocket community of inanimate objects um and you know other the, the stockings of course the decorations and it's just the that that's when that room would be like the most full and i think maybe somewhere beneath my my child exterior the thing and or maybe it's just what i'm appreciating now in hindsight like 
just being in a room surrounded by, you know, your loved ones, you know, is it's going to sound cheesy, but it's like the greatest gift of all. It is cheesy, but it is true. It's that room that I love so much is great because there are those 20 stockings and the next day all my nieces and nephews will be tearing open boxes and people that at this point only get to see once a year are there. And that's just what really makes it so great. We've, we've talked about a lot of different things that the holidays are to us, but now we're going to hear from some of the people that we have had on this last year and they'll share the things that make the holiday special to them. I want to say to you, Listener, on behalf of Nick and myself, thank you so much for being a part of the show this year, and we hope that you're safe and warm and having a happy holiday, no matter what it is that you celebrate. And we'll see you soon. I'm the Holiday Armadillo! Hi, I'm Phil Rude, that illustrator guy and the co-host of The Picture Show with Austin and Phil Rude. I wanted to talk about a holiday that I get a little bit nostalgic for, something that stands out for me as a holiday experience, because it is a little bit different, and it was uh, a different kind of family holiday. I was in the Marine Corps in the mid-90s, stationed in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. I was far away from uh, my family, couldn't go home that year, and uh, you know that's not a rare thing in the military. I had the Christmas holiday off, but a lot of us were working on either side of that, and they were 24-hour shifts, so they were long shifts. We got off work Christmas morning, and, uh, you know, I had breakfast, took a quick nap, and then uh, my buddy Juan was uh, stuck around the barracks. Uh, Both of us had nothing to do. His family had sent him a bunch of, of homemade tamales. Uh, Juan's a, a Mexican dude from from Texas, and that's a long-standing Christmas tradition. And uh, uh, he, he said, hey, man, uh, come over to my room. Uh, we'll, we'll dig on some tamales and, and hang out today. And my family had sent me a, a VHS box set of the original Star Wars trilogy, this was probably about the, the last box set you could get before the Lucas uh, re-edits in, in the late 90s, the anniversary editions. So, uh, yeah, Juan uh, uh, shared uh, his food that his family had sent him with me, and, and we hung out, and we watched the Star Wars trilogy, and ate tamales, and, and drank beer all day. And, you know, guys would stop in and out um, and, and kind of hang out. It was a, a an odd kind of uh, non-traditional, I guess, kind of holiday, but I think that's what what made it really uh, really a, a special one for us. Was you know you you are away from your families, and you just you, the family is the people you have around you, and and we you know all shared what what we had and and made the best of it. Uh, uh, Juan, if you are listening to this, I love you, brother. Um, uh, thank you. I, I'll always remember that Christmas day. Uh, on that note, I'm going to get out of here and I want to tell everybody have a very safe holiday as much as you can in this strange year. Uh, thank you, Nick and David for, for letting me be a part of this show, uh, this year. Uh, uh, it's a great show. I'm really happy to 
be a part of it and to be stalked by your constant mentions of me. Um, so uh, thank you. Happy holidays to everybody. Happy holidays, Dwight. But do not open it till Christmas. Hey there, y'all. You may remember me from an earlier episode. My name is J.V. Hampton Van Sant. It is super awesome to talk to y'all again. So one of the things that uh, makes me nostalgic around the holiday times, um, you know, some of the traditions that we we do at my house every year, um, I have been really fortunate that I've gotten to celebrate Christmas every year with my family, which I still get to do this year, even with the pandemic, um, because I live literally like across the street from my parents. Um, So uh, we at the night before um, Christmas, every single time we all drink um, like very specifically Martinelli's um, grape, like, I don't know, apple apple cider I think is what it is um whatever that is we have that literally every um like the evening before every single year and while doing so we also unwrap one gift and the one gift that we open is our pajamas for that evening we always get a new pair every single year um and only recently like literally last year um for the first time as a grown adult I got to be the one who um, got that particular gift for the family, which felt really cool to me, um, but did make me think about the fact that we've literally done that every single year that I've been alive, uh, which is, you know, just an interesting, interesting and fun thing. Um, I, when I was a kid, I think some of my best, uh, presents, the ones that I loved, um, were whenever I got a video game console, um, because I would immediately set it up and immediately play it and all of that lovely stuff. Another tradition that um, I've been doing basically since like 2005 or roughly around there, when I go back to my own personal space on Christmas Eve, I go and I watch Batman Returns. Um, And I watch Batman Returns for a few reasons. One of the big reasons is that it's a Christmas movie. Um, it doesn't necessarily... I mean, you don't necessarily think that it is, think that it is, but it is. It is a Christmas movie. Christmas... It's, the whole thing takes place during Christmas time. It's kind of wild. Um, I also just really love that movie. It's a very fun one, um, and it ties back into, you know, the stuff that I... Uh, the stuff that I like, um, and the stuff that I like to do. Anyway, I think that's it for me. So, uh... Have a very safe and happy holidays with you and all of your loved ones. If at all possible, uh, try to stay home. Um, Be safe. Uh, We're nearing the end. We're nearing the end of, you know, this whole quarantine thing. We're getting closer. Uh, Take the vaccine if you can, you know. Um, But next year at this time... We'll be back to our regularly our regularly scheduled holidays, and that'll be quite lovely. I personally can't wait for that. Um, but in any case, be well and stay safe out there, y'all. Happy holidays. Oh, everybody, look at the tree! Oh, I love this tree! It's the day after Halloween, Lynn. Oh, oh, hi. Uh, this is Brandon Cruz from Apathetic Enthusiasm and Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast, and submitted for your approval of Twilight Zone podcast with a, a, a memory, a series of memories for the holiday. 
I guess, yeah. Yeah, like, here's, a, here's a series of memories for the holiday. Ever since I was a baby, and, and before I was a baby, before uh, my, my older brother, when he was a baby, my parents got Christmas Santa pictures with us every single year. And every single year, for forever and ever and ever, kept getting these, these pictures all the way till we were teenagers. He moved out. He got married, had a kid. Still had to take the, those pictures. Then I moved out and I moved away. I still had to send them every year pictures of of being with with Santa. Uh, my younger brother, same thing, same deal. And growing up, I thought, oh god, I don't take another Santa picture. Oh, this is this is annoying. Even even the first couple of years, I was gone away from the house. Oh, this is annoying. Oh, Santa pictures. Look at me, a full a full grown adult uh, by myself before I got before I got married and had a kid taking a Santa picture. Uh, and then at some point, in time, I'm like, yeah, this is kind of cool. I have I have pictures of me for over thirty eight years uh, being with Santa bringing the wife into it having the kid she went through that similar kind of phase and now it is something that we have every single year my older brother all his family all his kids my younger brother his his girlfriends over the years and me and my family uh just celebrating the awkward hanging out with santa claus frank no offense but this holiday's a little out there Hello, hello, hello. This is Najee or Kami Jace from the weekly cooldown. Um, so something I'm really nostalgic about during the holidays is actually food. Um, I enjoy cooking and I enjoy cooking for others. Um, and it, as a child, the one thing that we did often was go see, um, our grandmother. Um, we don't have a very big immediate family, so we would go see her and there would be tons of food. Some of it made by her, some of it made by my mom, and it would just be a really nice uh, gathering. Um, over the years, however, I have become the cook um, for Christmas. Um, I no longer really go back to see my mother as often as I do on Christmas Day, um, but I do go back on the holidays. But um, the the main Christmas event actually takes place at my uh, significant other's mother's house instead. And now I am the cook, and she insists that I make lasagna, and I make a huge, huge lasagna, all the all the fixings and meat and cheese and all that stuff, um, and it comes out really great. She really enjoys lasagna. Um, we all just kind of sit and enjoy lasagna um, for many hours, and now I can really associate lasagna with um holiday time even when i'm not making it around the holidays even if it's just for a regular dinner lasagna has become now one of those special holiday foods for me um something else that i'm um kind of nostalgic about for the holidays is actually the nintendo 64 console just as a whole um the nintendo 64 was the first console that i asked for for christmas um, and that I got for myself for Christmas. So, um, the, the console actually came with, um, Donkey Kong 64. It was the green version, the kind of green see-through, you can see all the circuitry kind of version of the game, or of the console rather, and, uh, it came with Donkey Kong 64. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And I, I got to, I got to, it, it was something that was mine. Um, and something that I got to play with first and foremost, and it was just 
a blast, a blast to have. Um, so even playing with it as an adult, um, later on in life, I still think about the holiday times, no matter what time I'm, I'm playing the, with a Nintendo 64 or with Donkey Kong 64 in particular, um, or Super Mario 64 for that matter. Um, a game that's very close to a lot of people is kind of associated with the holidays for me. Well, it must be yet another sign that it tis the season, because rumor has it that non-denominational Mr. Winter is on his way to the student lounge! I'm Amy Frost, winner of ANTP Season 1, host of the upcoming show Delectable, and the voice of Ake Willow. There are a lot of things about the holidays that make me nostalgic and give me that warm, fuzzy feeling, but it will come as no surprise to pretty much anyone that a whole bunch of them involve food. Holidays have always been a time when the whole family gets together and all of the special foods that are too much of a pain to do the rest of the year are brought out. I have very clear memories of looking in the freezer in the basement and seeing all the boxes of Horse Dovers and Pettit Fours. Precocious little thing that I was, I developed a deep love of shrimp cocktail and scallops wrapped in bacon, all enjoyed in pretty plaid dresses with itchy tulle underskirts to make them poofy. And then, of course, there's my great Aunt Clara's fruit cake, a mythical baked good that was spoken of in the most wistful terms by my mother as a relic of her childhood. When my mom finally got a hold of the recipe, I took up the mantle of baking it every year. It's kind of a pain, it takes forever, and uses a bunch of ingredients I never just keep on hand. But it makes my mom so happy that I am forever glad to do it. Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. Hey guys, hope you're having a nostalgically wonderful Christmas. Now, uh... I'm thinking about my own, and, uh, you know, kind of think about, like, our Christmas Eve was really our Christmas. We we would go over to our grandparents' house, and we would do this this kind of event of, of opening presents, but also, like, this, like, tier of, of, of hors d'oeuvres that my grandma would make. You know, it would be, like, like this, like, apricots, you know, like, kielbasa, then it was, you know, these, these little, like, like meat roll-ups that she made. It was just wonderful time of fantastic food and, and great experiences with the family, and I, mean, I, 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 I miss it this year. But uh, you know, we continue that tradition to this day of just kind of like doing a gift and then then like these wonderful little snacks in between. And you know, I, I know next year we'll be doing it again. But uh, until then, we're gonna just kind of keep it you know nice and simple here. Maybe just make a nice similar experience just with me and my brother thinking about the nostalgic times that we used to have and uh well i just hope you guys can can enjoy your own wonderful memories of of great times and and hope you guys have a great one you know thank you again for having me on that one time and uh, (laughs) we can do it again take it easy oh you're still here Oh, you want to know who that last clip was? Well, that was Kyle Erickson, of course, our friend. You can follow him on Twitter at Eversur0986. Check out all of his great art there. I just want to thank you one more time for joining us here today. 
We don't ask for much from you, our listening audience, but this holiday season, there is one gift we'd love. If you could just rate and review us, share us with a friend, something just to help more people find out about this podcast. We have great plans for the new year and all the stuff that's coming up, and we want you to be part of it. So from Nick, myself, from all of our guests who joined us, one more time, we want to say happy holidays to you and yours.